This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Born August 10th in Manchester by the Sea, Massachusetts. He is a scuba diver, mountain climber and adventurer who has climbed to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro, worked on archaeological excavations in Israel and traveled to over 100 countries. And starting tonight, he rules the airwaves on the Discovery Channel with Adventure Wednesdays, featuring his shows, Expedition Unknown, Expedition X, and Josh Gates tonight. Please welcome, Josh Gates. Josh, how have you been, brother? I've been great. How you been? Listen, I'm ready to quit this goddamn radio job and come be your Sherpa. You keep saying that. I'm waiting for you. I'm I got the bags you. here. They're heavy. I'm ready for you to carry them. Dude, listen, listen. anything to uh, live the life. This is the thing, and I travel as much as possible. We've talked about that and explore, but what a, what a goddamn gift you have. Like, Because you're really great at this TV show, but... Your passion, and the reason it works for me, is you can see you're genuinely interested in everything that you do. Like, when you go to these places, you're, you're genuinely curious. I really am, you know? I mean, that that's a big part of, I think, what makes the show work, is that I am, I have this kind of kid-in-a-candy-store vibe about about discovering the unknown. And so, well, wherever we are, I'm, I'm fascinated by these stories, these mysteries, by the people that are, that are looking into them, so... Yeah, that, that enthusiasm uh, sounds like it comes through, which is, which is good to hear. Yeah, and so let's start. Well, tell me about this. Like, I don't know the, the secret Nazi tunnels in Poland that end up in, a, in an extinct volcano? Yeah, so, you know, one of the really crazy things, of course, many, many crazy things and tragic things about World War II, is that we're still learning the story of World War II. Sure. You know, the Germans built so many huge underground installations and tunnel systems for weapons development, for manufacturing, for air raid shelters, for you name it, for hiding art, well, art and valuables. But they were so and crazy. As the, more you, the, well, the thing you find out is, and I just, I just went through Berlin and Germany, and, and so, and I'm same as you, I, I, I'm, I'm just been reading about them. I think it's because Hitler and a bunch of guys up top were super jacked up on amphetamines, and so... They were just having these maniacal ideas. They're like, we're going to fill the concrete wall around the edge of this. We're going to go, everything's going to go underground. Yeah. We're going to get the occult. We're going to get these rockets. Like, it was just, it was like, it, it's so crazy, but they had the technology. And, man, they almost, uh, uh, just a few things could have gone the other way, and they had the technology to take over the world. That's right. That's right. And they certainly were, Hitler was obsessed with, building this art museum, the, the, the Fuhrer Museum. And so 
the amount of cultural objects that they stole and pillaged and looted from across Europe is, is in the millions of, of items. And there are still hundreds of thousands of items out there that have never been recovered, masterpieces. Yeah. Uh, and, and so a big part of the show is, is, is going with archaeologists and explorers into some of these tunnel systems, some of which on the show have not been opened. They're being opened in real time. Nobody's been in these in nearly 80 years. And working with the Monuments Men Foundation, who, um, you know, obviously people know that story from World War II, but this is a foundation that is today very active in still recovering Nazi art, uh, stolen art. And, and so uh, it's an awesome opportunity for people to dive into some of the history of World War II, but to also go into some of these tunnels, one of which is, yes, in an extinct volcano, um, to really see the extent of what the Nazis were, were doing underground and to, and to really be reminded that, there's a lot out there that we still haven't recovered. Well, and, and the other thing was they were such terrible people in wartime that, and, and I'm talking about their military, that they, they burned all their records. They, they covered everything up. They just didn't want history to even know all the things they had done. And so I, th- I think that's a lot that's of the right. reason we can't find anything. That's right. In fact, some of these underground installations, and there are some massive ones in the Polish countryside, we don't even have a full understanding of why they were building them. I mean, some of them, people still scratch their heads at and say, we don't really understand what this was. And how remarkable is that, that they really didn't leave a trace of, of some of these things? As you said, they really, um, as, as they were being closed in on, they really did kind of burn the house down. Yeah, and, and I mean, crazy stuff. Like, it wasn't uh, an evil place per se, but like the Eagle's Nest. Like that, this the elevator that goes through solid rock that he was just. It's there's so many crazy, like almost a field drug fueled ideas coming out of Hitler's head that you know it it, it was. uh, I guess I guess something had to work, right? I mean, there were some things that that were pretty amazing and have really changed. Uh, But in the end, I think that the treasures probably ended up most likely. What is it? The old Occam's razor, the most obvious and shortest route is probably the truth. Most likely it went to the higher ups in the Nazi army and they've just become heirlooms or gold melted down. And who knows what happened to all of it? Because we've never or have they ever found a giant cache of treasure like like a, a warehouse full? Well, they, right. well, they well, they did at the end of World War Two in the, in the salt mines. They, they, they found incredible caches of art and gold. But you're right. I think a lot of the gold was melted down. I think some of the art is, is surely destroyed. Um, some of it was in castles and estates that were firebombed into oblivion. Right. Um, some of them are probably in sunken ships at the bottom of the ocean. Um, you know, the Amber Room is a famous uh, oh, right. uh, masterpiece uh, that, was, that was stolen from St. Petersburg that we've looked for in the show and that there are many theories about. I think there's every chance that the Amber Room was destroyed. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of these things are gone, but I do think some of them are sitting in people's attics. Um, there are, you know, a lot of art is still being recovered uh, as generations uh, pass and, 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 you know, estates change hands. These items are still out there. So um, some of them will, um, God willing, come to light still. Yeah, you, you, uh, you are still killing this, this show. It's so good. Expedition X, by the way. Josh Gates tonight, uh, Expedition Unknown. I mean, all of these things on Discovery, because that's 7 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock Kansas City time for Expedition Unknown. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's kind of uh, Adventure Wednesdays, they're, they're calling it. So we've got Expedition Unknown, followed by Expedition X, which is our sister show, which goes and looks for more paranormal, mysterious legends. And then I do a talk show afterwards called Josh Gates Tonight, where we make a cocktail, we hang out. It's sort of related to the, to the theme of the night show, and, and it's a great kind of, um, you know, nightcap. And so it's a whole night of adventure. And that, that's really the goal, is to, 
is to, especially now, and we've all been kind of cooped up for the last couple of years, is to, you know, take folks on a real adventure and, um, and you know, get outside your comfort zone and, and explore. And so the, these, this show tonight, um, these Nazi tunnels, all of it is just, we're taking people to places that nobody's seen in almost a century. So it's really, really exciting stuff. Dude, I just realized my other thing, besides uh, Sherpa, I, I feel like Director of Beverages could work out fine for Josh Gates tonight. Oh, well, you should have opened with that. You buried the lead. You're definitely hired now. <laughs> well, listen, I love it. I really do, man. I think you do a great job. And uh, it's one of those things I think everybody watching thinks, man, that what a, what a fantastic thing to be able to do. I, I, I think people live so very vicariously through all of these adventures, and it's uh, wonderful you're bringing it to them. Well, I really appreciate that, man, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. All right. Listen, uh, hey, anything new on your personal level that you're getting ready to go check? You know, we are, we've got 14 new episodes of Expedition Unknown that are coming. You know, one of the, one of the challenges of, of that show, of course, is it takes a long time to make because we have to go all over the world to film it. And so we usually come back with six episodes, seven episodes, but we're back now with 14. We still have to go film the last one and a half of them. So I'll be going to Italy soon to do um, a really cool show on Etruscan tombs. And we're going to be doing a thing on the Donner Party. Uh, and so we have a little bit left to film there as well. Uh, and so, yeah, I've got a little bit of uh, work to do to finish up the season, but I'm thrilled that we're going to be able to come back with a whole string of episodes in a row. Uh, last thing, before, because I don't know that you've covered this, did you ever make it to the Cave of the Crystals in Chihuahua in Mexico? I haven't made it there yet. See, another item on the bucket list. Dude, if you can get in there, I don't know if it's flooded again or not. You know the one I'm talking about with the giant, crazy yes. 30-foot crystals? Uh, yeah. All right, listen, remember me when you're hiring. All right, listen, I know you got to go and you got more press. Take care, man. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, the Naked Cave? Nope. So years ago, not that long, I mean, you know, within the last 20, uh, a big Mexican uh, mining company broke through a wall and uh, they opened something and they pumped the water out. It was hot water. Like, it's a really hot area of the earth. And these giant crystals had formed over God knows how many millions of years. And there, it looks like a movie set. You had to wear, because it's 124, 126 degrees, you had to wear respirators in there. And, uh, but these people walking through, like you'll look at it and go, that's, that's not, that's not real. That's a movie set. Look at this. Oh, it looks incredible. It looks giant, like I like Superman's. I was lair. just say yeah. Superman too is what that reminds yeah. me of. I mean, we're talking four or five feet wide, forty feet long, and and four feet square. These giant like monoliths of of solid white trans or translucent white crystals, and they may have flooded it again to prevent it from falling, breaking, or disintegrating. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that it it survives if you take the water out forever. So you they got... may have sealed it back up again, but you can't get in there. No, you need to keep that up. Keep. That way Superman can come back there was and stay a short, there. There was a short window where you could have gotten, I bet I could have gotten in, but it, you, would have, it would have, you would have had to show up and start bribing people. Mm. And now it's, it's, uh, it's, it's too well known. Well, thank but, God somebody at least got pictures of it, even though I'm sure it does it nothing oh, it's to see just, it in look, look person. Look at the people in orange, obviously, the people in the protective gear. Mm-hmm. Look at what's happening in that photograph. <laughs> that is... That's inside our earth, man. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that I just, my heart's filled enough larceny. I instantly do. I'm like, the only way you're getting in there, John, is you're going to have to bribe some mining guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but that's, whole but, that's, but that's, you know, we, we tried to bribe, uh, the guy wouldn't take us to bribe the uh, Vietnamese soldiers. When we moved, we went all the way to uh, Hanoi or outside of yeah. Hanoi to the Laos, 
uh, Laotian border to do Sun Dung, and it had only been discovered five years before. It's the biggest cave in the world. The main chamber that they found, the first one, will hold a block of 30-story skyscrapers inside it, and it had no damage. It was a cave-in. A farmer found it in, in Laos, and then, but the entrance ended up being in Vietnam, and the, <laughs> literally the week we had hired a guide, We'd traveled, we'd flown to Hanoi, we'd taken the, uh, uh, a train, then we had to get into a car, it was another five hours, and, th- and the next day we're supposed to start our two-day walk into the jungle to go to the cave. And the guy, and uh, it got shut down by the Vietnamese government, which is communist, and if you weren't a Vietnamese scientist, nobody could enter. And, and we timing. literally begged our dude, our fixer that we had to take us, yeah. I was like, we have money. And, you know, I'm, it's like, when I say bribe, you know, you're, not, you're talking about... I'll give you, like, if you offered a guy 500 bucks or 1000 bucks, that's a monster. Yeah, yeah. That's a game-changer vibe. Like, that's a big one. And he's like, and he was very clear. He goes, no, they'll kill us. Like, yeah. if you can't, don't, you can't offer that to a Vietnamese. He goes, he goes, you understand, you know, communist. Like, it's just we'll not. Able a, to turn around like, and they'll just, they'll just kill you and take the money. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't do that. But we were, we were that crazy to have come so far and not be able to see it ourselves. And just days, weeks difference. Literally. No, no. A day. Mm. The day that we got there, they shut it down. And, I, yeah, I know I'm still all kinds of ass hurt. But, on the other hand, I wouldn't have gone to Cambodia. And we had some pretty cool times there. Yep. A monkey tried to F my head. See? There's a picture. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 